Well, hello there. It's Mr. Damon, and I hope you had a great day today. What was your favorite moment from today? Think about it for a second. And tell me about it. That's awesome. Well, did anything difficult happen to you today? Isn't it funny how there are both positive and negative things that happen to us every single day? Do you know that God cares about both? It's true. He puts good things in our life each day. And he wants to help when difficult things happen to us. He even helps us when we are the ones that make the poor choices. In tonight's story, we find out just how much God loves us, even when we make poor choices. In last night's Church Kids story, we learned how God created the universe and the first two people. Now, oh, I can't remember what their names were. Do you remember? Mm, was it Deepak and Luciana? No, that doesn't sound right. Was it Hans and Tomika? No, that's not right either. Uh, how about Musa and Marguerite? Uh, Dimitri and Huelo? No, those aren't right either. What were the names of the first man and the first woman? Wait, what was it? Oh, you're so right. Adam and Eve. I knew that. <laughs> God loved Adam and Eve, and they loved him back. Adam and Eve were best friends with Jesus, and they never did anything wrong. Everything was perfect. Well, God told his two new best friends, I want you to be happy and safe. I made the Garden of Eden for you to live in. You can eat any food you want from any tree that you want, except one. You see that tree over there in the corner? It's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it's not good, even though good's in the name. If you eat its fruit, terrible things will happen to you. And I'm giving you this one rule to keep you from getting hurt. I want the best for you, Adam and Eve. And listening to me will keep you from a world of pain. Uh, Roger that, God. We're going to listen, Adam and Eve replied. And for a while, they did. And everything was great. But then, one day, as Eve walked past the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, she saw a snake curled up on one of its branches. Hi there, snake, she said as she walked past. And then something shocking happened. The snake talked back. Now, Eve isn't surprised by the fact that she was having a conversation with a snake. So, I don't know, maybe the Garden of Eden was next door to Narnia. Who knows? But instead of walking away like she would should have, Eve chose to stay there at the forbidden tree and listened to the sneaky snake tell her the first lie in history. The snake said, Eve, don't listen to God. It's okay to eat the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The only reason God told you not to eat it is because he doesn't want you to have any fun. This fruit not only has a wonderful tropical flavor profile, it will make you smart and 
strong, just like God. It does look delicious, Eve thought. And I want to be as smart as God, so... In that moment, Eve had a choice to make. Listen to God, or do what she felt like doing, even though she knew deep down it wasn't right. Unfortunately, Eve believed the sneaky snake, plucked a piece of the fruit off of the branch, and took a big bite. Just then, Adam walked up next to Eve and saw that she was eating the fruit from the forbidden tree. Eve turned to Adam and handed him the fruit. Now it was Adam's turn to decide what he was going to do. Adam knew it was wrong. He knew that God told them, but deep down, he still wanted to do it. And the more Adam looked at the fruit and listened to Eve talk about how tasty it was, the more he wanted to take a bite until it's what he wanted more than anything in the world. Even though that little voice in his heart was telling him, don't do it, Adam, say no. Adam ignored it and then took a big bite too. And as he did, the sneaky snake smiled a suspicious grin and began to laugh. <laughs> and in the next moment, a terrible feeling swept over Adam and Eve. Instead of experiencing the joy and satisfaction that the devil had promised they would, Adam and Eve felt horrible, empty, embarrassed, and afraid. They felt so terrible, it made them want to get away from God, from the light, from everything. Adam threw down the piece of half-eaten fruit into the grass, and the first two people ran to hide in the thickest part of the garden. In one moment, the beauty, peace, and perfection of creation disappeared, and a new, grating, painful reality filled the universe. This new enemy is called sin. And the moment sin entered the world, it brought with it fear, death, and hurt. Just then, Adam and Eve heard God walking through the garden, calling out their names. Adam, Eve, where are you? Do you want to go on a walk with me? God knew exactly where they were, and he knew exactly what they had done. When Adam and Eve ate the fruit, they didn't just disobey God. They broke his trust and his heart. As God called out their names, pain filled his voice. But even though Adam and Eve broke his heart, it didn't change how much God loved them. Adam and Eve made a terrible choice, and the consequences ruined God's creation and their best friendship. But nothing can stop God's love for his people. He still loved them just as much as he did before they disobeyed. Finally, Adam and Eve crept out from their hiding place and looked at God with shame-filled faces. Every negative choice comes with negative consequences, and even though it broke his heart, God had to let Adam and Eve experience some of those consequences. 
You have to leave the garden, God told them. I created you to live forever, but now sin will cause you to eventually die. I made you to be perfectly healthy, but now sin will cause you to get sick, hurt, and tired. Worst of all, your disobedience ruined our best friendship. We can't hang out together like we used to, but don't worry. This isn't the end of things. This is only the beginning. God said to them, I already have a plan in place to fix what sin just broke. I have a plan to rescue you and every human being that you helped to produce. One day, I am going to send a rescuer who will defeat the sneaky snake and fix our best friendship. Don't worry, I still love you with all of my heart. And even though you make poor choices, it doesn't change how I feel about you. God's love for Adam and Eve after they sinned was just as strong as it was the day he created them. How can that be, church kids? Because love isn't just something Jesus does. Love is who Jesus is. Everything Jesus does is out of his love for you and I. Even the discipline God gave Adam and Eve was out of love. And in the exact same way, Jesus will never stop loving you. Even when you make knucklehead decisions and choose to do things that you know are wrong, it doesn't change how much God loves you. Just like God gave Adam and Eve the rule to keep them safe, when God gives us healthy boundaries through our parents and teachers, he does it because he loves us and wants to keep us from hurting ourselves and others. Obeying and choosing to do what we know is right helps us experience life the way God created it to be. So the next time you disobey and have to experience the negative consequences for that choice, remember, Jesus loves you just as much as the moment before you disobeyed. He wants to help you learn from your poor choice and make a better one the next time you're in the same position. Why? Because God loves us even when we make poor choices and he's helping us to grow. What's an area where you need Jesus' help to make better choices? Is it obeying your parents? Or telling the truth? Is it believing positive things about yourself instead of negative ones? Why don't we take a second and talk with Jesus together and ask him to help us to grow in these areas and to make healthy choices? Say this after me, Jesus, thank you for giving me the best life possible and for loving me enough to give me boundaries and discipline. You are helping me to grow into the woman or man you created me to be. Thank you for loving me, no matter what. Amen. Amen. I'm so proud of you. You are one of God's kids, and he's going to help you grow into the incredible person that you are. Have a wonderful night's sleep and sweet dreams. And think about this. 
there's nothing you could ever do to make God stop loving you. I can't wait to talk with you tomorrow. Good night.